This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one minute on the counter attack. Forestieri. Let's go to uh, let's go to John Parslow, and then we'll come to Alex and then to Jason. Sorry, guys. Uh, John, sir, you know how to uh, to hit the mic button. Hello. There, there you go. There you go. How how are you, sir? Did you get into the rookery stand today? Uh, I was actually in hospitality, actually. So uh, I was. Uh, oh, this is good. Listen, I'm going to be really quick because it's late. Go late on, then. School night. I've just got. It is. Indeed. Do you have a pen, Peter? Yeah, I, I will type down, type out whatever you're okay, saying. Okay. Okay. So uh, one chicken tikka chili masala, uh, keema naan, <laughs> pilau rice, oh! wash down with lashings of Ken Semmer, please. And uh, cool. and all I want to say is, we won. It's a great night. Let's just forget the crap. Enjoy. As I haven't been a while, I'm happy. Good night. See you soon. Oh, look at that. Look at that. There goes John Parslow with his with his Indian order takeaway. Um, glad glad to hear it. Quite happy. It just simply never mind anything else. Just simply fill the points. Alex, we'll come to you next. We'll quickly go to Jason first, and then we'll come to you. Jason, sir. Evening. Can you hear us? How cl- we can hear you. How close are you to Didcot now? I'm just dropping my daughter off. Uh, say good evening, daughter. Hello. 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 There you yeah, go. Very she doesn't want to speak. Don't ask me. Uh, she's a lurker. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'll just pull over. We, we, we will join uh, Carl's chorus of indicator noise. Can you, can you hear our indicator? There you go. Can you hear our indicator? There you go. So uh, there's... Yeah, no, just, just a couple of points. Really, just... I, I, a little bit of a different view on it. I think Billets was 20 minutes away from getting a sack tonight. Mm-hmm. We we weren't great, were we? And uh, I, it turned into a basketball match. Uh, for That's one for our American friends. I turned to my door and said to me, you know, I said, 2-2, uh, I said, I think we could lose this game. I felt we could we could just as easily lose that game as, as win it. It was on a thread, really. You know, we, we it could have gone either way. Somehow we've won it. I, I think, you know, overall, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. 
James Morris was fantastic no. tonight. I thought, you know, when when we, we we saw the team, we saw the team, you know, you think Morris, and then he sees up against All Brighton and you think, God, he's gonna get a run around tonight. And do you know what? He saw All Brighton off. He saw Jed Wallace off. I thought he was excellent. I thought he was tremendous, you know, very, very good. Mm. Nice to see a young lad get a get, get, play well, have a good game. Just uh, just a couple of things. Uh, we're going to we're going to Sheffield United on Saturday. What fun! I would change. I'm going to be talking about the team. I would sacrifice Saar on Saturday. I'd I'd put him on the bench and I'd play Zhao on the on the right wide right, and I'd bring Loser in. Um, I know people are saying about Kone, but what the boy does give us is gives us legs. There's there's legs in the middle of the park. You know, he's got long legs as well, but it, it gives us legs. You know, we, we, he runs around. He makes himself a nuisance. I just feel if if we if we go too gung ho at Bramwell Lane, we'll get humped. They're there, they're there for the taking. They won't. They they've had two defeats on the spin. They're there for the taking, but I can't. I, I don't think we can go gung ho. I think if we if we go the same sort of formation as we did tonight, we'll be two two down before we know what we're doing. And my prediction is is if we score first, we'll win. But if Sheffield United score, I just can't see it. I, I just can't see a way back. With I don't trust the way Slavin sets us up or his substitutions again. Weird, you know. Obviously the Bakuna one we know about tonight was a bit odd. We're, we're clinging on. We're clinging on to playoffs. You know there are better teams above us, and I use that word very. You know, very, very, yeah. it, they are teams. You know, we are a collection of individuals who somehow piece together a result. Um, but there are better teams than, than that. I mean, I, I watched a bit of Millwall the other day and, and made a couple of comments on Twitter about how good. I mean, they blew Sheffield United away first half an hour. I mean, my God. I mean, it was like a whirlwind. I mean, I, I mean, they they done us over in the first half. I mean, somehow Sheffield United stayed in the game. But and we were just talking in the car coming up. And as we were saying, you know, if we were staying in the playoffs, I wouldn't want to go to the den. I wouldn't want to go to the den <laughs> or Kenilworth Road, to be honest, but certainly not the den. You know, that would be, well, that, that would be quite something. So good, good, good win tonight. I think, I think it saves Slavin's job because I think at 2 2, we could have easily lost that game. And then I think he'd have, he'd have had problems onwards and upwards, onwards and upwards. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Jason, if you're going to get a chance to get the, uh, your blog across, because Jason has also been providing us uh, some, some match blogs, that would be great, but understandable. It is a school night. No, it no. not be able to be done. Yeah, no problem, Peter. I do it for the Southern County Hornets anyway. So um, I post it when I, when I the next day. So um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely uh, put it up and you guys can have a read. And uh, any feedback you want to give, you know, it is my point of view. Please feel free to have a read and, and get back to us. Love to hear from you. Wonderful stuff there. Wonderful stuff. Well, good luck. Uh, good luck, obviously, for everybody who's going to be travelling up to Sheffield on uh, on Saturday, most importantly. Let's see if we can get James back on again. James, sir, you should hopefully be able to uh, talk to us now. If you hit the mic button at the bottom left, there you go. James. Hello, can you hear me? We've got you loud and clear, oh, sir. Really Welcome. Yeah, hey, sorry about that. I was at the petrol station at Hemel. Yeah, I was cut off. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. We, we got you now. What did you want um, to think about uh, What were your thoughts on tonight? Yeah, it's my first match since um, Kike Flores' Arsenal game when he oh, wow. came back to join us. So it's quite a while. Um, yeah, it's a treat for my son. And I'm glad it turned out to be a treat because we won. I thought Kone did all right. Saar actually looked like he gave a, you know, care tonight. And that's nice to see. And I thought overall, good to be honest. Um, I, I agree with what he's saying about Pedro and Captain. I don't think he's we need someone else to be courteous, definitely. Really like the look of him. And I thought Hoot Hoot, how do you say it? Hoot. Ooh. Hoot in defence. I thought, yeah, he's good at long casting, isn't he? He does a lot of long casting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall I thought it was quite a good game. And I think Billich needs to stay to the end of the season, personally. Cool. 
Cool. I want to say Morris was a quality player. I've got to say that was good. Morris was brilliant. Yeah, I think I think everybody liked Morris. Um, has been really pleased with Morris because I think he's he's come on and he's improved each game. We've had a number of people who've come on each week and when he when he's played and said that was Morris's best game. And it, it's almost like a constant, just just iterative, small improvements, small steps, but they're all in the right direction, which was good. What did you think of uh, Mario Gaspar on the on the other on the in the other fullback spot? Because he, he started very strangely for us this season. Had suddenly went into central midfield and showed some versatility. Now he's back at right back, and he seems to be he seems to be playing his his way into the hearts and minds. What did you think of him today? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was all right. I thought, to be honest, I know he's been getting a you know a bit of um, stick every now and again, but yeah, you know, I thought they all you know played with a bit of effort tonight. To be fair to him, I started. Yeah, Sar Sar was quite pleasing tonight. I have to admit, I thought start the second half. But oh, here we go. He's going to be a bit sulky. Yeah, he seemed to grow back into it. And yeah, overall, I think you know, I think pretty much everyone gave it their all tonight. So no complaints for me, to be honest. Very good, very good. Will you be able to get to uh, your your next game uh, a, a bit uh, a bit sooner again? Do you think you're going to be able to, uh, or or is it logistically? Um, hard for you I'm driving back to Northampton now, so yeah, I sort of live in Milton Keynes, Northampton way. Yeah, it's kind of um, bribery for my son because I love Watford, and he loves Watford, and I've sort of said if he's good at school, we'll go perhaps once per term. So who knows? Another couple, yeah, three or four weeks, I might be back again. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, Liam, Liam. Keep working hard, and you can get back down there again. Right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna let you go because we've got lots of uh, funny, funny noises. Yeah, it's all right. There, but, uh, all thank right. you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you very much. There goes both James and Liam. Well done. We looked forward to, to seeing you again, Mr. Alex King. Sir, Mr. Alex King, if you'd uh, hello, Peter. Hello. hello, mate. I'm all right. Thank you very much. Funny old game. What were your thoughts? Yeah, well, I'm actually really happy that Jason came on before me because someone finally said what I said. And that that game, if that had finished 2-2, I am absolutely convinced half of the calls in here would be asking Village to leave. I thought we were so, so lucky. We've needed a bit of luck in the past. I don't think we've had luck recently, but mm-hmm. my my word. I mean, the first, I mean, we are infuriating to watch. I, I, I literally, how we didn't put two or three past them in the first half is is beyond me. I, I knew when it was one and a half time, I've got a friend who's a West Brom fan. I said, look, you're going to get a really, really lucky goal. And then it's just, the game's just going to be wide open. And it was. I know football is an opinionated sport, and I appreciate it. But if play like that on Saturday, and Sheffield United would turn us over, I mean, this reminds me of what happened last year. It, it came from my memories. I'm going to mention it again. Cool. This time last year, we beat Villa, and I remember that game very, very well. As yeah, you probably know a lot of times, Peter. And everyone was like, "Oh, we've got Palace on Wednesday. Oh, we're going to turn Palace over, and we're back. We're going to stay up." And then we got demolished four 0 I just think that play how we did today, and I'm happy we won, by the way. I really am. It's actually nice to just win for a change. But I think if we play how we did tonight against Sheffield United, they'll just turn us over and everyone else will be back on back on here on Saturday night questioning everything that's gone wrong. Yeah, I mean, we scored three tonight, but they were three very lucky goals, I thought. I would say, on the whole, I'm still convinced he's better in the two. Forrest was next to Sam Surridge, I'm pretty sure, in the two. Yeah. Um, I would play Zhao up front. Someone said it earlier on in the space. I, I love Zhao and he's one of the best footballers I've ever watched play for us. But when he goes deep, it's just, I, I don't I don't like that at all. I, I just want him to, to be further up the pitch. I think loser Cody and Chowdhury would be great in there. And I think Semmer and Sarah on the side of him, how he did when we went up two years ago. I mean, you, you could say, why do we want to change the system now? But 
it's not like we're in outstanding form currently and people can't be dropped. No, no, um, no, I, do, I don't disagree with you. I think the, 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 the two up front has been a question we've asked a lot here, but Slavin seems to be very reticent to use it because he's, he's sitting there with a with a four. If he goes with two, it means he's only going to have two in midfield, um, and therefore he's he, you know he wants one of those dropping in to to kind of I make think, up make up the numbers. But I agree with you in terms of uh, when he comes when he comes deep. I want him on, at the end of it, you know, yeah, rather I than think, just I build up. Be with three people who are actually midfielders, I'm I'm convinced by that. I think we we dictate a lot more of the games as well if we have three in midfield. And I think the one person that has to drop out is I I, I, I know. He infuriates the hell out of people, but I personally think Saar is still too good to drop. I think if we dropped Ishmael Saar, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he, he, I think he occupies two players on his own as well. I think people don't remember that, and I think if we took Saar out, they would double up on Pedro, and we wouldn't see anything the likes of beating from Pedro. But I, I would say I think what we need to do, and I go back to the Villa and Crystal Palace game. Uh-huh. We need to actually back it up on Saturday because we're very good at getting the result. Everyone's really happy. Everyone goes full of confidence. And then it all falls apart. And then we go back to, oh, actually, we probably should get rid of the manager now. Oh, we need to drop him. We need to drop him. So I think we need to go and back it up. But what Jason said about being cautious at the same time, because I think if we go into all guns blazing, they're just going to turn us over at Bramall Lane. Yeah, I think we need to do that. But I just want to say as well, shout out to, to Morris. It's it's amazing how much Kamara's actually improved when he was in a serious competition. And I think that's the issue with Daniel Batman. I think he knows no matter what he does, he's going to start every week. I mean, mm. Akoya must be pretty horrible to not get a look in. And I think we've seen that with I think we've seen that with Kamara. I think we've seen in parts of Saar that they know there's no good backups behind them. So I think they know they can get away with it. And if they put in a bad performance, it's not going to affect them. And also, fair play to Gaspar, because, I mean, he has really, really turned it around. And, and fair play to him. I'm actually very happy for him. Um, no, I, I agree. I, there's there's not many players that I can think of who've started, you know, and, and, and really kind of lost lost the terraces, so to speak, before anything is, you know, before they've actually then slowly eked their way round. There is, of course, before lots of the older people talk about Ross Jenkins, who famously, famously turned it around ridiculously well, but within a single, you know, kind of season to, to have gone from somebody who, who felt like, uh, he just completely didn't get the hang of the, the the championship. Moves into that that central midfield position, and let's face it, all because of you know an injury crisis. No way he gets there. This will sound awful on merit. He was absolutely being being you know kind of square peg thrust into that round hole. But what a reaction from him! Um, oh, no, but, I mean you know fair play to him. But I, I would just say it's great that we've won. I'm happy that we've won. I still think we've dropped a considerable amount of points over the last month. But apart from that, I think we just need to almost, you know, quote, reset and go again Saturday. And then if they can get three points out of that or a decent performance, then I'll start to be a lot happier. But to get one win and everyone go, oh, it's brilliant. We're all going to be all right now. I'm not saying people are saying that, but the general theme I'm getting is that people are almost like they've forgotten everything that's gone poorly in the past. There's um, there's always an element with this, which is we lose, it's bad. We won, it's good. That's that That's... That that's part of it, and and especially when we've gone so long without winning it, I think the relief, as you said, it's just nice to win a game for a change. I yeah. think I think for me, whilst I thought it was complete and utter chaos, you know, and managerially yeah. was 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 bordering on incompetent from both managers. To be honest with you, it was just yeah. this this chaos, and who's which way is it going to go? It might have gone at any any way, but neither team had 
enough quality to maintain momentum and maintain control of this game completely. One thing, one thing I did th- do think we did was we we got uh, scruffy as they were. We we actually had chances on goal, or we had we put it into the mixer and we put it into area dangerous areas and managed managed to force it. I won't say they were they were great the greatest goals in the world, but force it over the line. Um, yeah, but you know, I think I'll I think take that. Get, I think we get points off that just by solely how how good our, our players are. I still think the game management isn't the best. And like I say, if that game would have been 2 2, I think a lot of people here would be thinking for Bilic's head. And I think we're very, very fortunate that we've won that game. I'm very, very fortunate. I, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. And I think if it, it's also, it was through the looking glass, it's a sliding doors moment for that losing 3 2. And then. Yeah. What are we looking at? And you know, as Jason's comments there earlier on, could that could that have been a turning point? Was it just just an opportunity to kind of uh, you know what if it had gone the other way? What would have the uh, what would the ramifications have been? We don't know. We will see. We will see. Alex, uh, excellent stuff. Let's go to uh, I, I think this might be a new caller, Dan Beaumont. Dan, if you hit your mic button at the bottom left, yeah. yeah. And uh, hello, sir. Welcome. How are you? Yeah, and, I'm good. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the second time I've spoken, but uh, not for a few weeks. I'm afraid I'm all negative. No, that's fine. You can. It's, this is the place where you come and say how you saw uh, it. Uh, you know, and I just thought I'd better say that out front. I mean, we we it, it, we've touched accurately, or, or, or a lot of people have touched accurately on the positives. Uh, things like mm-hmm. Morris, to an extent, Kone, uh, but. Something I mentioned last time I spoke was was how uh, how well coached we look, and um, I, I I truly believe, considering what West Brom offered in the end, that we 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 had better quality throughout the throughout the pitch in theory, and uh, I think we should have won this game easily, but without without a clear idea of of, of what we're supposed to be doing and how I I, I just think I just think we stumbled. Um, I, I'm 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 I wasn't I hadn't didn't have a big problem in the first half when we had a lot of passive possession in front of them. Uh, as long as you know we had a clear route to to what we were going to do, we didn't look like we did. Obviously, big defensive mistakes for their goals, but I, I think that with the quality we have, we should have done a, a huge amount better. And I, I'm in the camp where um, I think draw or lose. Then, then Bilic was in trouble um, for his job. I'm yeah. not anti Bilic at all. You know, you look at what he's achieved. He, he had a, a, a seventh yeah. place West, with West Ham. It's about as good as they've done in the last 20 years or whatever. I, I don't want to be anti Bilic, but I, I want to see. I want to see some some purpose. I want to see a team that look like they're coached well and look like they know where they're going. I mean, the the you know the lack of substitutions and and the subs that were made when they were made just to me adds adds insult to injury. When when you've when you've got loser on the bench and he's already had what ten or fifteen minutes last week, then then bringing on Bakuna feels an Odd, an and odd then one. when you do bring Lizer um, on, you bring him on wide. I mean, it, it, it's baffling it, it, to me. It, it, I mean, it <laughs> is utterly baffling to me. Uh, I mean, the whole the whole chat from Billich himself was there was that Lizer would be ready for this game. He said he'd be ready. The whole aim was he'd be ready for West Brom. Now, obviously, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but uh, at the same time, it, you know, it, it, it didn't make sense, and 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 I, I wouldn't have stuck with Davis as long as I did. I really wouldn't have done. I think we got. Um, I, I'm not going to pronounce his name. Our Portuguese, 
it's ready and willing and I think you know he gets a goal off his bum off his knee and I think he's up and running and 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 very important could be incredibly important to us uh, I mean I'd, I'd have played I'd have, I would have started with Davis I love Ken really truly I'm so glad he's back but I would have tried tried Davis off the left today Sar off the right and 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 the Portuguese out of the middle um but it's all irrelevant if we don't know how we get, you know, how we're supposed to be playing. If the players haven't got a clear idea of of what we're doing, then then I think we're lost. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, a, a rush seems to have sort of he, he came on against Reading, had some really lovely movements, some real kind of movement that we haven't seen, and some some opening up the space to play the ball in behind yeah. and open things up. And he, he created the goal, if you remember, at, uh, uh, the first goal Absolutely. at, uh, at Yeah, Reading. the cross, and the it, volley cross, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he seems to suddenly, uh, you know, against Burnley, that was a difficult one to come on to because, you know, we know how much of the play Burnley had. And then not not to get a run at all today, it, it, you know, at the end of the day, obviously it's down to Billich as to what he sees. And as you say, we don't get to see everything. But um, it, it would have been good to, it would be good to see him and see some uh, see some additional movement or some additional options. But hey, sometimes sometimes we only get to see so much, don't we? I suppose that's, uh, that, that's, that's the way it is. Uh, Dancer, you, you're saying about obviously in terms of the coaching. You, what are your thoughts? Then I won't just ask you about Saturday. What do you think? Will we make the playoffs? You know, my hunch is we will squeak into the playoffs. But as I think we know from our own experience, and I've been to been to Wembley twice in Cardiff. If you squeak into the playoffs, you know, having hung on throughout the season, you're not necessarily in the best place to, to go and win it. I mean, I was there when we lost to Palace. So uh, I think it's a shame. I think it's a massive missed opportunity. I think we have, I mean, you know, I, I think now we've, we've beyond the injuries, we have so much quality. And to an extent, we shoot, we, we showed that against Burnley, to, you know, to an extent. But I think we have so much quality, especially going forward. I think I think tonight was a chance to put, put a flag in the pitch to really mark our place and, and start a run of wins. And we didn't. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want to chase the manager out. But I, I, I would just love, love, love us to, to. I would love to watch and think, feel like we had a clear idea of where we were going and how we were going to play. And I just don't see. It. I'm sorry. I don't. Like, no, no, no. I don't want to be negative, Dan, 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 Dan. I love it, Dan. You don't have to apologise here because this is where we like to have people come and say, "This is what I'm thinking." There is no apology necessary. We've had people who've come on and said, "You know, we had Darren from Australia who said." God, I've missed that kind of blood and thunder, complete chaos game of the championship. We've had other people come on and say, well, no, we, we, we've got the game and we've got, got the win and I'm off to order a curry. And then we've got other people who are saying, what I want to do is I want to be convinced by my team, but that performance and all the things that I've seen, they don't... All the range is, is an acceptable thing to feel, and nobody should apologise because far too many people in this world at the moment seem to be more upset about what other people are saying rather than actually saying what they feel the situation is. And that's yeah, absolutely yeah. right that you should do so, sir. Yeah, okay, yeah no problem. Um, just one um, interesting... Well, sorry. Far, far away. Say, one point that I find interesting is um, we all know that when the, when the Pozos came, we lost the best manager we never had. In in terms of Mr. Dyche, I wonder where we'd be if they'd kept Dyche. It's now, it's sorry it, to throw a curveball in there. I'm, I'm no, 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 no. Right now, no. It's a it's a question that a number of people have asked. Especially, it's it's one of those questions that comes out when things aren't going great. 
Um, well, most, we're doing but, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're okay. We're okay. If we're, if you, know. you ask if you ask a lot of people now, because you mentioned the Crystal Palace semi final. Yeah, most people now, and I appreciate you're on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, which let's face it takes takes its entire title from a commentary from the semi final of that game. A lot of people say for that moment, that goal, that moment, they understood that we weren't ready to go up, and that we would take the Wembley experience under Crystal Palace to have had that. In a way, it was almost the poetic moment of the season. It, it, m- might that be the case? Might it not? Opinions will vary because that's what opinions do. Dan, thank you so much for calling in, mate. I really, really appreciate that. Lovely no, stuff. Lo- lovely Thanks, stuff indeed. Everyone. Well done, Dan. Well, lo- lovely stuff. Do 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 come back again. Jay Solo, Josh, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing a lot better this evening. You know, what Watford, it- Watford got a win right in the middle of my level marks. Doesn't get much better than that to get to spur me on. Um, <laughs> Did you get there or were you being studious? No, I very maturely chose to stay in and watch the game, unfortunately. Um, okay, that's but, good, that's good, that's good. That's you good. know, it gave me a good view of what was going on and I thought there was a lot of positives tonight. I think people people need to give Sar a break. I mean, let's think about it. How many times has he got a goal that's bailed us out? You know, tonight he puts that one away in the bottom corner. Okay, it's quite an easy finish. Mm-hmm. But he's there, you know, against Reading, he's there. Had a goal disallowed. He's probably our top goal scorer. I think. I understand people are annoyed that you know he is our be- arguably our best player. Probably not behind Joe Pedro. And he's had, and I agree, he's had more of an influence. But I think he's earned some slack this season. To be honest, I feel like I think it is coming together on the village. We're just showing it not in the not in the same game. You know, we showed um, real defense against. If you think about Burnley, real defensive togetherness, solidity. You know, mm-hmm. fighting for each other in the whole who against Ashley Barnes sort of thing. Definitely were not defensively solid tonight in the second half, that's for sure. Um, yeah, but true. look like we could score goals tonight. If not for their keeper, we probably would have had four or five. So I think it is all kinds of, yeah, it's just about putting these different these aspects into different games. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's, uh, as, uh, and as we said, there's nothing wrong with turning around and saying, you know, thank goodness we, we've got the best out of the, the two. We've got the best out of the two teams on the on the parks today. We got the better of them. It was a, it, you know, the second half was in danger of going away from us. Um, you could look at it and say West Brom weren't good enough to, to wrestle control from us, or you can give us credit and say that we've probably finished the stronger it wasn't a game where right at the end we were we were hanging on by a thread and most of the problems that were caused actually in fairness we caused them there was a you know couple of moments where where backman's decision making or passing out or de- or just the the decision that we're going to pass it around the penalty box and 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 try and play what i would describe silly buggers but you know others may disagree that it's yeah. that 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 hurt but west brom who have been on a very very good run for the last i mean they've had yes they've had two defeats in the last five but prior to that for about literally the last 10 to 15 games they've gone on a, a on a winning streak under carlos Corbrand that's really brought them up so they they should be capable of doing more to us than than actually Actually, we you know we let them do. One of the goals was it offside, wasn't it? Don't know, but it, we still right, shot. We still was, yeah, we think, still we still shot ourselves in the foot giving away that chance, which wasn't needed. If we can cut that out, then surely that's that's positive, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. And I think we do we do deserve ourselves a bit of credit tonight because how many times you know even at <laughs> even at my age I've seen us bottle that sort of lead. Oh yeah, thousands of times. You know when we won them up, deservedly so in the first half. They get an early goal in the second half. And we lose four one. No, so I think we do deserve credit for bouncing back. You know, it's a mental burden bouncing back twice. You know, we've got good leaders in there now. Who Portius. You know, it, it runs through the team. Chowdhury. I thought Kone had Kone had a 
well, I don't know if it's a good game. He cut out play in important areas quite a lot of times. But unfortunately, as a centre, he doesn't know how to pass the ball. And that's quite a big problem. To be, to be fair, Hoot, it says a lot when that's probably his worst performance in Watford shirt. I think we all agree. Even though he was pretty sound, he looked quite rash, especially that challenge he went into where he got booked in the first half. Just don't need to go in there. But again, he is him and Porteous. It just it just makes me happy watching two competent defenders. Really, I agree. If we re, if we if we rewind, that's easy for me to say. If we rewind for four weeks and we were having and you were having Cabaselli. You're going to have Cathcart, who for me has been a fine servant, nothing to nothing to to, yeah, to mop, yeah, you know. And 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 we've had Sierralta uh, uh, to to choose from, and or indeed Truce to Kong. We've we've had we've had no end of either injuries or or problems, or and tonight wasn't defensively completely solid. We know that it's not the finished article. No, but tonight but, tonight would have been one of the games with Cabasella and Truce Kong at the back. That would have been one of the games where we would have gone on to lose three or four one, but. I believe that I think with the mental strength and the physical presence that they bring, although, okay, you could argue, you know, Porteous, for, oh, it's really harsh on him, but for the second goal, mm-hmm. he could just whack it clear down the line. But, you know, it goes back to Batman and whatever. But, you know, I think the times when they've headed it away, Cabaselli is just too rash and weak. I think they're strong enough. And I think, I don't think we're going to go up this season. I think even if we make it in the playoffs, surely, uh, for me, Middlesbrough are clear favourites for the playoffs. Yeah, that's if they don't get to the top two. And then you've got about Sheffield United. And if they do, don't see either of them going because, you know, we've just signed them. That's, that's a really strong foundation. And once you get your core right, then you're in you're in with a chance. Well, hopefully the more games they play, the more used to one another they'll get, the more understanding that they'll grow and, and they'll have there. In, in a way, and, and this is me being wise after the event, because I sure as hell didn't say it when it happened tonight, but being wise after the event is Porteous looks like an old-fashioned defender whose pride is hurt when they concede a goal. And he was kicking himself when that second goal went in because of his part. involved in it in a way sometimes if you catch a cold on a night but you manage to get away with it if he if he takes that remembers it and learns from it then it could actually be a force for good can actually be a force for good right Joshua I'm going to let you go because you're in the middle of your A-level mocks and you need to get to go and get some sleep and uh, and and wake up and be all refreshed for your mock exams etc etc hi this is Tommy Smith you're listening to do not scratch your eye podcast and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In the meantime, let's turn to uh, to Mr. Alan Maswell. Alan, sir, I hope you are well. Um, if you hit your mic button and uh, and let us know your thoughts on this evening. Some people have been very, very happy just about the win and the result and the points. Other people have looked at 
you know the the performance and the the, the chaotic nature of the game. What was your take, sir? Well, firstly, I can't believe it, but I'm already back in Leicester. Well done. <laughs> I managed to get back in less than two hours from the end of the game, which is some sort of miracle. That's very, very good game. Um, Pete, I don't know what to make of tonight, to be honest. I, I, I found it, for, for long periods, extremely frustrating. And and and, and again, it's the for me, it's the, the, just the lack of tempo. I, I just yeah. don't understand. I don't understand why we can't. We've got the players to play with a tempo. And we just don't do it. You know, it's like watching a pre-season friendly at times. And let's be honest, all three of our goals were, were gifts. They were absolute gifts. They, they weren't from our amazing play. They were just gifts. And so were the two goals that we, we, we gave them. It was just, gave away. It was just a bizarre, you know, it was a bizarre game, really, because it wasn't actually that great a game. We seem to to do the same thing every single game at home. We, we we don't start with any kind of tempo at all. We don't pick it up whatsoever. We were better second half, but either the players aren't listening to Bilic or he can't see it. If he can't see it, he shouldn't be there. And I'm not Bilic out, but the but the point being is that I just don't understand how we can't address this issue of the temper which we play at. Forgetting the negative and focusing on the positive, um, I think I've said enough about that. I think I've made my position clear. But I thought the positive yeah, thing tonight is, uh, you know, James Morris, how he ever got dropped for the car crash that is Hassan Kamara, I don't understand. Because, yep. you know, he, he's the future. Kamara's a Udinese player. So, re- really, unless there's an issue in terms of injury or fitness, to Morris, that is, that he should be playing. Obviously, it's to his benefit that Kamara's now got a hamstring injury and we don't know how long that's going to be. But regardless, he sh- uh, you know, I can't see that he should have been dropped to begin with anyway because he's he's just such a delight to watch, to be honest. He's very calm. He doesn't, you know, go into any rush challenges. He's a good distributor of the ball. Perhaps needs to bulk up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I think, you know, he's a he's a, you know a real positive. And the other thing for me is, do do you perhaps think that in his time with the club that Ken Summer has been very much underrated by? some sections of the fans. I think he's been a little bit underappreciated. I, th- I think he's been caught in the fact that he came in when we were a, an established, well, <laughs> an established premiership side. You you can almost hear the air parentheses going on here. Um, and it was a question of, is he one of those players who's just below average for the premiership, but above average for the championship. I think, yes, I think, I, I think he's a joy. I don't care. I, I, you know, and, you know, I remember, for example, the Yavi Grazia game at the Crystal Palace where he came on as a mm. sub and he got taken off before the end of the game. He's had his struggles, but I think as a character and as somebody who delivers, you know, again, air parentheses, you know, kind of a end product, delivers the ball into the box, tries to force things, tries to work. He's he's always been for me a force for good. I agree. Um, and I absolutely agree. I think he's you know he he's he's strong. 
he's he's deceptively quick he's um he's very industrious and he uh, and he's skillful and i think you probably nailed it to be fair i think he's almost too good for the championship not good enough for the premier league we just had anton saying you know look at his stats last time we were in the championship and look at his stats now mm. and at the end of the you know when 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 you're looking at the number of uh, i think goal involvements or whatever they they like to call it now when it's a combination of goals and uh, and, and assists he's one of these players he's a little bit like a lloyd doyley i get the feeling of he's one of those players that you can imagine each each new manager for there are many of yeah. them who might come in look at him and go well, he might be in and around the squad, and the dogged determination and the and the absolute insistence to try to put in a shift every single week and always having a minimum of seven against his name for a performance basically just just forces his way into contention and gives us something something for good. As we said, the, the goals today were they were they were messy, they were scrappy. Mm. It was that it was that kind of just peculiar. It was game. very odd. And just on the, but, you know the uh, uh, in the previous conversation that you had, there was mention about Summer's contract, and I had a little quick, uh, a quick look on Google, the Oracle of everything. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> as far as I can uh, I could see, uh, he signed a contract, a five year contract in March twenty. 2021 so he's he's still got at least three years left but um yeah he's you're right i think he's one of those players that potentially fans under uh, undervalue not everybody but some section of the support and and maybe to some extent when managers are coming into the club they don't realize what they have as well and and um i and i think it's um yeah i'm i'm glad he's fit i think you know in the the games that remain this season he could be quite critical for us to be honest Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's it's always interesting because sometimes you look at a player and you see what he does, and other times you can look at the same player and see where he falls short, what he doesn't do. And and Ismail Assar, it has has a, a you know kind of probably probably a not dissimilar number of stats in his favour, but I just don't think that between those moments of goals or assists, I don't think he contributes to the whole as much as Ken, and therefore. I, rightly or wrongly, feel so much warmer towards Ken and so much less frustrated than I do in comparison to Ismail Assar. And that's probably very, very unfair against the lad because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm comparing him to a to a workhorse, a, a Tommy Mooney kind of player who's half of the joy of them playing is you seeing them, you know, kind of literally sweat in buckets and representing you what you want, which is somebody to put in a shift, put on and put in an effort and, and wear the wear the wear the shirt with some oh, pride. I think with the, the problem with Sar is that that it's it's clear to actually you know absolutely everybody that's ever seen him play that he doesn't lack ability or, or talent, what his problem is, is applying it. And, uh, you know, he, 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 the frustration is, is so often you'll see, you know, he, he plays the ball backwards or there was an example, I think, in the second half tonight where he's beaten the fullback and then inexplicably just goes down in a heap on the floor when he, when he's beaten the fullback and he's got possession of the ball. And I just think, I, I just don't understand and then, you know, on the flip side, when the ball broke to him for the second goal, he's there to slot it confidently. It, it, he's an enigma, frankly. Wrapped in a riddle. Wrapped in a riddle. Alan, sir, well done. You've got all the way back to Leicester. An excellent call, as always. Lovely to hear from you, sir. We're going to go on now, if that's all right, sir. So yes. to have, a, have, a, have a good... Uh, Absolutely. Have a good have a good rest of the week. We're gonna we're gonna finish off with Ray. Ray, sir, I'm just gonna 
add you in uh, for the for the last caller of the evening. Thank you so much for waiting there, Ray. I hope you're okay, fella. I am. Thank you. Yeah. Good. 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 What What was your take? Because as you've as you've just heard, lots of people have seen good bits, bad bits, discussed. Etc. What what was what were your thoughts on tonight, or whatever you wanted to, to observe? Yeah, well, while watching the game, I think frustrating to see it, but reflecting on it, I think my view is that I think um, probably playing ourselves into either fitness or form. I think Davis was frustrating with the chances he had, but I don't know whether he's pl- they're trying to play himself into into form or into fitness because we've got a lot of players coming back into say fitness, and perhaps this is what we're doing, and hopefully, hopefully mm-hmm. the. Um, the form form of our players and the fitness of our players will mean that moving on game by game, we'll get better. Um, another take I'd say is that people are asking for Billich to go. My view is, is that I don't necessarily think that's the right approach because, you know, wh- where do we go to next? A lot of players, we have no style or no, no, no f- what formation, but we, we spoke about that mm-hmm. with other managers in the past. Um, just to take on that, my brother lives in Dubai and he met Sam Allardyce. And um, oh, right, yeah. Sam Allard, he asked Sam Allardyce if he was close to joining Watford, and he says he was. But the reason he turned it down was there's too much. It, the board wanted to pick the team, and it, the board was too much hands on, which is why he turned it down. And although that was a few seasons ago, I think he he was first choice before Pearson took over. We don't know what what input they're having now with um, with Billich. So I think that's just worth considering because we don't. If we get rid of Billich, would it be the same take? If someone else came aboard, yeah, it's been, it has been rumoured for quite some time now that there is a, shall we say, strongly suggested way of playing, um, and that there is there is input, shall we say? Yeah. I think we've got. I think we've got to hope that with Ben Manga coming in, and I appreciate this isn't going directly to the coach, but having a technical director and now a head of scouting hopefully sees a little bit of humility from from Gino Pozzo in as much as you've got some good technical people there, let them get on with their with, with what they want to do. Now, whether or not they choose to stick with Billich or shift, it's got to be left to the technical department, you know, the people that you're bringing in to, to come in and try to play the game in the in the best way possible for us to be able to make those decisions rather than rather than just basically periodically say, well, it's my train set and I want him to play up front or, you know, the equivalent thereof. It's got it's got to make sense to have some kind of coherent plan moving forward. In the, as I say, bringing them in suggests that they accept that there's 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 part of the plan that has that has run its course. And you know, if we're not going to see Gino Pozzo move on and move out and a new regime come in and what have you, then I think the best we can hope for is that he does bring in somebody who he thinks he can he can trust. He does bring in somebody who he thinks can enhance the quality of the player who comes into the into the the, the squad, and that hopefully he would take on Manga's uh, suggestion about the kind of manager that he can then work with. So he's, you know, so that at least everybody is rowing in the same direction because it sometimes has felt like, well, no, it has often felt like people are rowing in opposite directions. Is that fair? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I agree with other comments on here as well about Backman, for example, and I agree about Porteous. Um, I was just thinking about the captain side is perhaps captains nowadays. I mean, I know Billich made a comment about that him and uh, Pedro uh, talk a lot and perhaps that's the way they see captains nowadays. Yeah. Well, the old-fashioned captain of like um, what we'd see as Porches being the ideal captain. Yeah, I, I think so. And it might be, as I said earlier on, and it might be just mine or it might be a very, you know, 
UK kind of centric view of what the captain is. Because I know, as I said earlier on, you know, on the continent, the captain is is a fairly ceremonial or almost honorary role rather than something that's really intrinsically built into the makeup of the team. We know in the UK it's it's a it's a little bit more important than that, or at least it can be. Whether it is, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Ray, thank you, sir. I really really appreciate your call. Um, you. As always, lovely to hear from you. Let's quickly go through some of the uh, some of the great points that uh, that people have been making, and then we'll get to the five word reviews, and then we'll let everybody go off and go go off and go to bed and go to sleep. And if you are knackered, go off and do it now. That's no worries. We're going to put this out as a podcast over the next couple of days. Uh, Wendover Horn said started. Shit, turned it around. Glyn Hodges, Lee Nogan, question mark. Don't even know what that means there, Greg. Porteous, as I said, he says, after his first game, yes, long-term captain. Do I think it actually matters that much in the modern game where the head coach is so vocal within his technical area? Not sure. Kind of what we've just been mentioning there. That's good. Um, Jack Foster, who we know he's one, uh, along with Jason, is writing uh, uh, blog reports for us, which is very good. Said 7-6 to us would be my score prediction for Saturday. I, I think Jack is suggesting that the chaos that of this evening may carry on. Uh, John Parslow says, longer piece, I saw Sir Nigel Gibbs in hospitality tonight, so I asked him as a fullback expert his views on Morris. He believes we have a real player who needs to stay in the team and Kamara is gone. Um, also full of praise for centre-backs. Let's enjoy this. You warns. Well, he, he is gone because he's going to be Udinese's player come, well, what, May. So, you know, it's, uh, as, as somebody said earlier on, I think it was Ant said about Aspria. Well, he, he's, he's the future, you know, kind of, kind of, let's, let's play the players who we're going to, who we're going to develop for us. Um, Let's have a look. Uh, went over and said, "Oh, Ken, oh, Lou, Lou Orns had uh, had, uh, had had quoted something on. Uh, I don't know if it was on here, but uh, uh, Wendover Horn retweeted it for us, saying Ken Semmer has signed a new contract until 2025 with Watford, making him one of the highest paid players at the club, set to be made official next week. Oh, well, there you go. I don't know when. Oh no, but that, in fairness, that was Lou. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lou Orns. He has tweeted you your your tweet from March 2021. So that all that all fits. Um, there we go. What Pedro at the end was superb. Okay, there's that. That's what Ed said. Ian V said, um, said we'd score three. Didn't predict conceding two, though. We looked suspect in front of goal, both of them. Only saw first half has had to drive from Watford from Hampshire to collect youngest son who went to the game. God bless all. Bring on Sheffield. See you on Saturday. Louis Teixeira says, well played today. Controlled the first half, rode our luck at times in the second, but overall deserved that. Gaspar and Chowdhury, superb. Porti is very quickly becoming a fan favourite. Few mistakes, but did the job. On to Sheffield United, who aren't in the greatest form. Now, we will have the Sheffield United uh, preview uh, show out on Wednesday. Uh, but but yeah, they are they are feeling far more twitchy I would suggest than even we are because they've had two wins straight and they feel that if they had a third that literally they could be after the manager go figure go figure Natasha right hello Natasha said absolutely great point Peter regarding our improvised captain Pedro take the pressure off to allow him the freedom to play and create and there is clear-sighted strong leader to emerge next season Adiyemo and Porteous are two who spring to mind yeah I would like to see Adiyemo retained in the squad I appreciate we've got other probably older players and they might want to take a little bit of pressure off but uh, one of the delights of the season has been the inclusion of the youth Hampshire Hornets says great to win but ironically 
frankly, feel more concerned about Bilic after that performance than before. We looked uncoached and lacking any sort of identity there. Second half was very worrying. Also, do we need to start talking about Davis and what it is he actually contributes if it's not goals? Uh, Gary, we heard from Gary earlier on, said, uh, can Chris, Nigerian doctor friend, do anything about the 600-year curses? Yes, that's true. That's true. Jimmy Pesto, we need to talk to you about curse removal. There you go. Um, Hampshire Hornet says, uh, Dan, absolutely nailing it there. What was that for? I don't know. I don't. Oh, Dan, Dan. Yes, Dan, your comments earlier on. He, he liked those. That's good. Let's have a look. Oh, lovely. Alex King has sent us a picture of the second goal. And yes, he is indeed offside. Um, I have to say he is offside. But we did shoot ourselves in the foot getting it into that particular position. And <laughs> and who was on earlier on said Sema, great player. There you go. And all in favour of that. Uh, Danny said finally a win. Archie Worth said we absolutely dominated the first half. West Brom weren't even that good. We made them look good and made it hard for ourselves. And it certainly doesn't help that Backman consistently can't kick and takes crosses from the uh, was the main factor today. I just think we're not consistent enough. Very 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 true. Very true indeed. Uh, he then went on to say if we play like we did in the second half against Sheffield United, we will get battered. And lastly, Slaven Bilic deciding to not bring on a sub till 10 minutes left makes me gobsmacked, specifically as Loser wasn't even used as our most creative player with five minutes left. He had no time. Um, all very good stuff. All very good stuff. Right, let's quickly get to the uh, the five-word reviews for everybody. Um, bear with me a second while I ham-fistedly <laughs> circumnavigate the uh, Twitter, da, 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 five words. Wow, we've got a hell of a lot. That's incredible, guys. Thank you so much for everybody contributing. Uh, Sean Gawley says, uh, want to win, need a loser. Uh, Wendover Horn said, never in any doubt. Watford FC Sweden, hi there. Says, very frustrating, but three points. I think that's the overall feeling that we're getting. Carl Campion said, chariots of fire. Explain why. We did. We used to have chariots of fire after Zed cars in the Graham Taylor era back in the, back in the 80s, and it probably kept going until you know kind of probably approaching into the 90s that that was why they played the uh the that particular song why it's been brought back i don't know but it's a nostalgic thing for some uh paul fiander turner hey paul said uh king ken under the floodlights carl campion and then said no loser but watford winners <laughs> nicholas smith said we fucking needed that huge um Jack Foster had a fight with a keyboard and looks like he lost on that particular one. Alan Cogan says, and, and Alan is giving up all pretense here of a five-word review. I like that, Alan. Blatant, wonderful stuff. Like that a lot. Almost as much as I like your uh, your your Twitter handle, which is Bongo Gremlin. Very pleasing. Very unconvincing win. I'm not sure Pedro is right, Captain. Too inexperienced, no leadership when heads are down. Lucky to get those goals, but did seem to create a few more chances tonight, which weren't taken. Shape and movement is poor. But a win's a win, eh? Crikey, if there was a summary of tonight, I think that would be it. Mikey Abraham said, what a strange football match. John Parsdo said, all bright and still in <laughs> Morris's pocket. Chris Bone said, buy your potatoes at Tesco. Thank you, Chris, for carrying on with the potato motif. Some people would come on and just do potatoes for a couple of weeks. But, uh, but Chris... Chris has got Chris has got stamina. Stephen Atkinson is uh, is very much of the and my more than five word summary. I mean, there you go. They're starting it off straight away. Morris is the one success story we've had this season. Clearly, a better defender than Kamara. Now looking equally promising when he's going forward. I completely agree with that. Michael Stephen Day says committed, passionate, three deserved points. Well said. Dan Harvey says giving Watford up, <laughs> giving Watford up for Lent. I, I 
I, well, I think there's any number of reasons you might give it up, but uh, hey, let's face it, we all know we ain't going to do that. Louis Tashira says, hard fought, deserved that one. Kev Edge said, did enough. Three words spare. Kev, Kev. Kev, there's a round of applause there, and it's just for you. Uh, Mikey Abraham said, Ken Sem, a sexy Swedish bastard. <laughs> I, it, that, that seemed to go from one end to another very, very quickly. John Pasto says, boing, boing, Sema, Sema, Sar. Dave Lavender, 50 points and safe from relegation. Well done. You see, you leave it to Lavender to pick out the positives. Well said, well said, well said. Elaine says, King, 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 King Ken. I think Elaine is a fan of the aforementioned Mr. Ken Sammer. Well done. Michael Froome says, more exciting than the Premiership. It was. I mean, it was. It was It was exciting, but I'm not sure my, my heart can really take it. Laura had said, rollercoaster Watford in a nutshell. Brian Edwards, SARS only positive was the goal. I must confess, I was I was moaning like a drain about SAR beforehand. But we've said all season he's a game of moments. You know, he's a player, sorry, of moments. And when he does actually deliver something, it, it, that's fine. If he if he had walked off that pitch and not done anything, <sighs> Stephen Atkinson, this is his five word review. That's why we love Semmer. Ryan Cripp says great win. Semmer was superb. Well said, Ryan Smitty, a much needed three points. Brian Edwards, Gaspar's best game for us. Atlanta Hornets. Hello over there. Hello over there in Georgia. Um, looked like we wanted it. Nipper Harrison. Hey, Nipper. Said, uh, slow start, but good game. Uh, Andy Hammond, messy performance, but three points. Uh, Dan, we heard Dan Bowman earlier on, and people were even even responding here to say good points. Underperformed, but still won. Uh, Brian Edwards, boring, boring. Their spring went. Oh, sorry. I see. That's a play on boing, boing. Michael Thomas, twisty, turny, nervy, swervy win. <laughs> That's very, very pleasing. James said, uh, need a gap, need a nap after that. David, a win, but very disjointed. That's Dave Muggins, 77. Hey, Dave. Um, Hornet Cobbler says, King Ken Semmer. Just needed the three words, no more than that. Bloody well deserve it tonight, says Jane Kearney. Brian Edwards, back four, were very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just that, that's just that. Cock up of a second goal still still irks me. Mal said, King Ken does it again. Tracy, who am I, says, there was... There was cheering and swearing a few times. We did get three points. That's 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 not five words. Well done, Tracy. Who am I? I, I like that. Uh, Brian Edwards, we deserve the three points. Alan, we just heard from him there. Alan Lathwell said uh, both defences self-harming tonight. Well, you see, we're thinking we did well with the four at the back there. And actually, if you look across those individually, you go probably, yeah, they they did okay. But we did shoot ourselves in the foot quite, quite accurately. Silgerman says King Semmer bought us some luck for once. I think we have to accept there was, there was luck involved tonight and there was a, a West Brom team that, uh, that I, I think were, were disappointing uh, in many ways, but Hey, you can only play and beat what's in front of you. Natasha Wright says King Ken wins Hornet hearts. Simon, Simon Watford FC says thoroughly deserves so much better. Catherine Jones, I need to lie down. <laughs> That's the one I definitely agree with. Um, Hampshire Hornet says performance raised more questions than answers. Scrappy dappy do, but woohoo, says Fazana Chowdhury. Thank you for making me read that out, Fazana. That's the kind of mental cruelty that uh, that I can really get behind. Well done. Well done. Bedfordshire Hornets, Yao Pedro, unbeaten as captain. Edward Hater says, I can't find five words. Well done, Ed. Well done, Edward. That That's the kind of quality comment that we particularly enjoy. This club will kill me, says Steve Potsoel. Malk, was that good or bad? I think we've been questioning that. And I think we've come after two hours to the solid decision that we have absolutely no fucking idea whatsoever. Well said. Cohn said, Ken Semmer, selfish but clinical. Was he selfish? 
he kind of I thought I thought the second one felt like a cross come shot that got the deflection. The first one he was about half a yard out. If he wasn't selfish in that scenario, I don't know whether you can be. Roy Cripp said, enjoyed game. Not convincing though. That's very good as well. Thankfully, Camaselli now doing sprints, says Hornet. <laughs> Hornet years. Brian Edwards, can he kick it? No, he fucking can't, says Brian Edwards. I've got no idea what that refers to, but I like it very much. Uh Gary, how's the prediction league going? Oh, that's a good point. I've got no idea. I'm going to have to have a look at that in a minute. Uh, Steve Hall, worrying but grounded out. Simon said, can't believe all the negativity. Well, it's three points, isn't it? It's three points, but we know that there were things that were on on any other day that could have gone either way. Today it went our way, so we can just be happy and grateful for that. Mumbling Death Rose says, batshit, three points. I think that, that says it all. Ken Semmer is the goat, says Gary Cohen, says no Kamara, more party, lol. Scott, a very much needed win and far, far, far more uh, you know, to, to, to carry on and go through. Guys, it's uh, it's now half past 12, so we're going to absolutely wrap this up. Uh, th- this evening, before getting into the game, um, uh, we, we caught up with uh, with Benjamin Bloom, who looks at the championship on YouTube. It's an excellent, uh, excellent channel. If you, uh, if, if you, if you get a chance, have a, have a look, we were sitting there chatting about our performances and how everything had been going, etc. And, uh, he recalled that he'd seen a documentary on the invincibles, Arsenal invincibles. And in that season, they asked Thierry Henry, how well did you play? How, how well, you know, had you played? And he basically said they'd had five good performances and the rest they ground out. Now, that's for one of the legendary teams. I'm not saying we are legendary by any stretch of the imagination. We're not, we've not been, but it does mean that maybe if you can find some other qualities, just, just sticking at it, just keep going, keep going. And hopefully it kind of uh, rebounds our way. It went this way and that all game. If it had carried on for 20 minutes, who know? We might have lost four, three, but games last for 90 minutes and we got across the line tonight. So, so we'll take that and we'll take that towards Sheffield United on Saturday. They are in twitchy bum time. They have been looking at Middlesbrough. They had the game against Middlesbrough that was the ultimate six-pointer and they absolutely choked. They then went down to Millwall. Millwall got at them in the first half and pretty much won the game in the first half. If we go up there and get at them and get get on literally their nerve endings because they're there. They're ready to be, you know, kind of a, a, a attacked. Then who knows? We might see what happens. Was tonight a progress in the right direction? Well, it was in terms of the chances created. Were they good, wonderful goals? No. Does the scoreline give a shit about that? No fucking way does it. it we win 3-2. In two weeks or in two months or in two years, we'll look back on this. It'll say 3-2 in the fixtures. It'll say Sema got two or one and somebody decided it's an own goal and Saar got one. And that's really all that matters from tonight because we hadn't won for some games and we finally got three points. Let's enjoy that. Let's also remember that, yeah, no, it wasn't all of that. There are, There is a way to go to improve. Let's hope we can, starting on Saturday, away at Bramall Lane. We will see you after that. In the meantime, our... Um, our preview for the Sheffield United game will be coming out. It'll be coming out on both audio and on video. It's different stuff or there, there's some common stuff, but there's different things on each because some things work visually and some things don't. And some things are just plain silly like the YouTube stuff. So look, we're putting this stuff out. We hope you enjoy it. We hope it's okay. Uh, please do like, subscribe, etc., etc., etc. But in the meantime, go to bed, people. It's very, very late. Come on, you warns.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.